HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome to Feast Your Ears. I'm Harry Rosenblum, and I love to talk with people about what they do and how it influences their personal food stories. This is a show about people, life, and food. If you're just tuning in for the first time, all the previous episodes can be found in the archives at heritageradionetwork.org. This year is Heritage Radio Network's 10th anniversary. It's never too late to support great radio. Go to heritageradionetwork.org donate and make your contribution today. I'm thankful for listeners like you, and I'd love it if you'd leave me a review wherever you find this podcast. I sat down recently for a live show at Industry City in Brooklyn with Michele Yadarola of Especially Puglia. They're a fantastic supplier of Italian olive oil and jarred goods and pasta and cheese and honey. Uh, They do agriturismo as well, so tune in, give it a listen, hope you like it. Today's episode of Feast Your Ears was recorded live at Industry City in Brooklyn. Industry City is New York's hub for the innovation economy. Learn more at IndustryCity.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Innsmead and Industry City. I'm Kat Johnson, the Communications Director at Heritage Radio Network, and you are here for a live edition of Feast Your Ears with Harry Rosenblum, a.k.a. The Food Baller. Find him on Instagram. Um... We're super excited to be doing this series of live podcast events with Industry City. This is our first one at Ends Meet, and we're excited to be here. Um, I am going to let Harry take it away. If you want to know more about the work HRN does, go to heritageradionetwork.org. You can find Harry's show there, as well as 35 other weekly podcasts. All right, Harry, take it away. Thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. Actually, it was kind of a nice day today. Uh, it's been kind of dreary, so it's nice to, nice to be here. Um, so we're going to do this sort of live chat. Uh, we're going to sit up here, and then I guess we'll continue to eat some of the delicious food that's out 
uh, and you can ask us questions afterwards. Um, so my guest here today, uh, who happens to have his offices here in Industry City as well, uh, is Michele Yadarola. Uh, Michele runs a company called Especially Puglia. He's from Puglia in Italy, uh, which for those who don't know, is the heel of the boot. Uh, Italy is probably one of the most recognizably shaped countries in the world. So it's very easy to say where you're from if you describe a piece of a boot to somebody. Right, yes. Michele? Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, so tell us a little bit about especially Puglia. I mean, what I know yes. from, the, from this side is that you import products direct from Italy. You work directly with the producers of those products to bring those products to the market here in America. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so everything, uh, I mean, I moved to New York 10 years ago, and uh, I realized soon after that um, a lot of the, the food that, um, or the cuisine that I was uh, um, uh, trying and around was, uh, was, um, I, was not what uh, I was used to. So, and uh, I felt like Puglia as a region uh, was not recognized. So sure. I decided to start especially Puglia also out of the desire that I wanted to uh, just bring the, the food culture to the US and uh, make, uh, make it available for the foodies and, uh, and home cooks uh, here in America. So as someone who grew up uh, you know, understanding like Italian food to mean like spaghetti and meatballs, and that was kind of like what I you know, originally knew as like Italian, um, what areas did you see more heavily represented than, than your home region? Uh, in, in my own region? Well, what, what did you see represented here when you moved to New York? Like, yes, yeah. It wasn't from Puglia. What, what everybody knows is uh, usually the region of Tuscany, Sicily, uh, and everybody knows Naples. Uh, and then, you know, Puglia is always uh, kind of uh, left apart. I mean, sure. recently is a kind of uh, getting a lot of attention. Right. But, you know, back in the days, 10 years ago, it was a little sure. bit different. I mean, it, and that's interesting because... Uh, Puglia is known, at least in Italy, as sort of the breadbasket, right? Yes, I mean, it's it kind is. of like the California yes. of Italy, we, where tons of stuff is grown, tons of things are produced. Yes. Uh, you know, I believe that more than half the olive oil in exactly. Italy comes from Puglia. Yes, and not everybody knows. I mean, 60% of the Italian olive oil is coming from Puglia. And we are also the main producer of uh, other uh, many producers that you have every day, such as uh, tomatoes and and uh, like you said, uh, durum wheat that you make pasta with. Sure. So, um, so tell me a little bit about your your kind of your yes. the spread of products. Um, so yes. So you know, I know we've we've just tasted on the table some of your olive oil, uh, some of your spreads, and a really uh, fantastic cheese. So let's start with Thank the you. olive oil. Yes. So of course the olive oil is why I mean where everything started. Sure. Uh, I was a Kickstarter back in the days and. Uh, I wanted to do something completely different, and uh, I used to buy olive oil from uh, the store, and uh, it is completely different from the one I was uh, used at home. And the reason why is because it wasn't fresh. It was uh, probably uh, blended with uh, other low-graded olive oil or sure. old uh, olive oil. So um, the, that's why I started this program called Adopt an Olive Tree. So by adopting an Olive Tree, you basically get olive oil straight from the farm, and you get the freshest olive oil you can ever find. So, and I mean, I, what I recommend to all the customers is to get olive oil and use it within a year. And right. this is not what's happening in a normal retail store. Sure. I mean, so, I, I think in America, we have this sense that these kind of specialty foods are supposed to be special. 
Right. right? Instead of they are foods that are coming from a different place where they're not considered to be this thing that's up on a high shelf that you only pull out when you have your best guests, right? In, in Italy, olive oil every day. Exactly. And exactly. here, when that became more popular, we kind of didn't get that because of the way that kind of industrial food, I think, was represented in America. Yes. Yeah, but it's, it's changing. I of mean, course. I also see it on my kind of... Uh, uh, statistic that I do, but a, a lot of uh, the, the um, in the main cities and the east coast, west coast, where the, you know the more organic uh, mm. type of uh, movement uh, is, they also uh, are like uh, the ones that buy most more uh, high-end olive oil, and so yeah. I mean, uh, I do think that there is a there is a lot of room for for grow, sure, for good for good yeah. olive oil. So the idea was that people would adopt an olive tree and then they would get. Yes. How much? Three, they, they, three will, they can choose so? between one uh, time purchase and, or one year subscription. So it depends how much uh, you, olive oil you use, basically. Yep. Some people don't use that much olive oil. I go through a lot like <laughs> olive oil. So, I mean, the one time purchase comes with three liters. So it's almost a gallon. Sure. And a ceramic uh, bottle they use as a decanter. It's perfect for storing the olive oil. And uh, there's a, a funnel. So you can do the refill at home. And Got the it. subscription comes with the same box, but with the three more refill. So Got it. you have basically almost uh, one liter every month. Have you found that people who started out doing just the smaller one yes. have then increased in more in, yes. in subsequent years to do it yes, more? Yes, of it? yes, yes. Some people just try it out and then they they really get hooked. They realize that they can use it for everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. You use it for everything. Yeah. So. You grew up in Puglia. Yes. Um, when you were growing up, was there anything that you were seeing that you were eating that we don't see now in the marketplace in America? That we don't see here now. Yeah. yeah is there, like is there anything that you sort of like wish that we did have in the market or that you're hoping to bring to the market that we don't have currently? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like we we have more like um, fresh fresh food and uh, mm. here what i see most most in most cases still as of right now it's coming uh, out of a plastic bag sure. so yeah. i mean you can for example you can walk in italy and get a like sandwich to just i mean you, you can do this in new york but if you go out, like a little bit outside New York, yeah. it's a completely different reality, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, everything fresh uh, and from like whole days where you go to the mom and pop store. So I feel like this kind of stu this stuff here, I got like uh, getting lost instead yes. of... Uh, yeah, of know. course. Um, you just got back from Italy. Yes. Right? I, um, On a couple days ago. Yes. Uh, and you were there for the 2019 <clears throat> olive harvest. Yes. It was, How was 2019? It was amazing. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, excitement about it. And uh, yes, it's, uh, the olive oil is already on uh, in its way. And ah. uh, we are already getting pre-orders because uh, that's how we do the adoption. So you sure. pre-order and then uh, as soon as it gets here, we ship it and you get it at home. Oh, wow. So it's pr so really what you're offering is probably one of the freshest olive oils people can yes. get in this country yes. from Italy. Yes. It's basically the same idea of a CSA. It's just, yep. a, you know, it, it goes across uh, the, the ocean, but <laughs> you're, you're, you're buying it still from the, yep. the farmer and there are no middlemen. Right. Of course. Um, so, so then you started with the olive oil 
And yes. now you've expanded. And then we have expanded to, uh, we have uh, other adoption programs. Yeah. Uh, we have um, the Adopt a Cow, and the, we, you can, you can adopt a cow and get it. So but you don't have to take it home with you. You, no, you, okay. you, it's very messy. You don't want to. <laughs> so uh, we, we take care of that. And you receive a uh, cheese that's called Cacio Cavallo Podolico. Uh, and the, you can choose uh, between uh, also different aging. Because uh, this cheese is particular. It just uh, gets a lot of uh, different flavors within the age. And so it's, uh, there's a very uh, few producers. They're still doing this cheese. Because uh, the cows are not ma- producing a lot of this milk, so sure. uh, no one of producers who does this for really commercial reason wants to keep this uh, tradition. But you know, I, I deal with very small producers. There is three of them, and uh, yes, I mean, uh, I'm happy also to support this uh, traditional and uh, keep this uh, tradition alive, basically. Yeah. And uh, I, another adoption is the adopted beehive. Uh, so the same reason, same, same uh, philosophy, you can uh, get all honey right after uh, it's been harvested. And uh, every season we have uh, different uh, flavors. Uh, and you get it immediately after it's, uh, it's been harvested. This episode of Feast Your Ears was recorded live at Industry City in Brooklyn. Industry City is New York's hub for the innovation economy. A diverse mix of over 500 businesses call Industry City home. Collaborating across the 16-building campus, merging today's creative sectors like tech, content creation, and design with craft making and traditional manufacturing. The Industry City food scene is a rich yet approachable international experience for every palate. With five acres of outdoor space, more than 50 experiential food vendors and retailers, plus unrivaled tenant amenities, Industry City is a bustling hub where 8,000 people come to work every day and thousands stop by for a visit. It's also home to the Brooklyn Kitchen, New York's premier cooking school. Learn more at IndustryCity.com. The products are delicious. We've tasted them here. Um, the the cheese is fantastic. And this, I mean, you were saying to me earlier, we were talking that the only way to get this cheese yes. is to adopt one of the cows yes. through, especially Puya. Yes. You can't go to any store and buy this cheese. Exactly, exactly. Oh, but because it's a really in limited quantities. Sure. I, I myself have to pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> so they tell me sometimes they don't have it. So. Right. Right, sure. So what, you know, so the response, I mean, clearly the products are incredibly high quality. And so the response from the consumers has been very good. Yes. What has the response been like from the producers? They're very happy. I mean, they obviously, they are so small and they had not even like uh, considered America as a market ah. opportunity because of their limited amount, right? Right. So this is a way that actually can give access to, uh, for them to a market that it's a very like far and remote otherwise. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have you found, have any, you know, have, has this program allowed the producers to increase their production? And to expand their business? No, but they work. Also, them they're more like relaxed, and they can they can they get more than uh, from just doing a sign up to you know this program by, by actually selling it um, like normally how they how they used to. Sure. So and uh, so they would with us they can also get get you know uh, some sort of. Um, Forecast, so they right. can really plan their production, and it's it's you know it's a it's a little bit different uh, approach. Yeah. 
Um, and so you now have the three different adoption programs. Yes. You do a number of packaged jarred yes. goods, right? A couple of spreads yes. and then some preserved vegetables. Yeah. We, we sell them with, through this. Um, it's a, a page that we just launched. Uh, it's called Specialty Boxes. And uh, yeah, it's curated uh, boxes, and uh, it, you know, all the boxes comes with either like some specialty uh, um, recipe, or you know, it's uh, the the typical stuff that you would put in your pantry. So the idea is that you can just restock your pantry by getting uh, you know the these boxes, yeah. and some of those um, pantry items such as tomato, pasta, those are like you know the staple, something that you get uh, every year, and you just want to keep it right. in your pantry. Let's talk a little bit about the pasta. So, we, you know, you mentioned earlier that a lot of the durum wheat yes. in Italy is grown in Puglia. Yes. Um, there's also a sort of toasted right. wheat yes. orchietti that you do, it's but, it, the, but it actually has kind of a deeper story. It's called, yeah, Grano Arso. So this, uh, this, the story behind this is uh, back in the days um, when they used to... Um, Pick the whole the wheat. Uh, they would burn what's uh, what was left because uh, to just give um, the soil, you know, the um, the nutrients uh, that comes with it. So, but at the time we're talking about like after right, right after the Second World War, people were really poor. So they would actually go and pick up whatever wheat was left after they was burned. Wow! And with this wheat, they realized that they could do this toasted um, flour. And that's why it's uh, very dark when you, if you see it. And it gives also that smoky flavor when you mm. eat it. So it's, a, it's a, a very typical, and only in Puglia we do this. And usually it's uh, either orecchiette or cicatelli, hmm. which are also the shapes typical of the region. Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, that is something that until I encountered it through your products, I had never even heard of. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that that's very interesting because it's, you know, Italian specialty foods are foods that have been in this country for quite a long time. If you look at the kind of specialty food landscape, Italian and French are probably the two kind of ones that most people feel like, oh, we have plenty, right, of that stuff. Um, but, you know, just a few years ago, that was one that kind of you brought yeah. to the market, and it's the only one that I'm aware of. And it's interesting because it's be, it's, it has probably hundreds of years, like, you right. know, that's been, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any products that have been kind of an like unexpected runaway hit that like sold out really fast that you didn't expect to do as well as they did? So um, I mean the, the tomatoes. I mean mm. they're they're like uh, obviously jarred and made almost like um, my my mother like uh, tomato sauce. I mean they are like, yeah they were a good hit and and olive oil of course right <laughs> of course. Um, so you posted a picture on Instagram. People can follow you. It's at especially Puglia. Yes. Um, you posted a picture of the olive harvest just from last week, and it looks like there are tarps on the ground. Mm -hmm. How are the olives? So the olives are, are not harvested by machine, I'm gathering. Uh, how, are, how are the olives harvested off the trees? Do they lay down tarps yes, on the ground? Yes, and then, and then, and then they, they get picked and put in a sort of basket. Mm. So yes, and then obviously they are going to a meal where they're being pressed. Uh, like uh, There is uh, two different meals that we, we use. One yeah. is a little bit more traditional and one is the most advanced one. But um, I mean, uh, they they're like it's, it's being pressed, cold pressed, uh, like within eight hours from being picked and uh, then filtered so that you can keep the olive oil uh, for, for much longer in uh, right. your pantry. 
And by what's particular is that you really get the olive oil immediately after. So that's what is, um, I think, makes us uh, very different from uh, the, all the others. Sure. Do you have any products that you're working on that are coming in down the line in the future? So yes, we we're working actually right now on this um, still with olive oil with uh, some filling stations. Uh, we mm. want to place uh, around the cities. In fact. Uh, and Smith is uh, our first, uh, like second uh, uh, location that is nice. carrying our bottle. So the, the idea behind is that you get the bottle uh, in glass and then you find the filling station around the, the cities. Soon oh, we're going nice. to have a page where, uh, with a map that it's going gonna, it's gonna to tell the location. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> and then you've also branched out. So again, starting just from olive oil. Yes. Now you have pasta, you have... Uh, jarred goods as yes. well. You have cheese, you have honey. Yes, and yes. you've also started doing tourism. Yes, but that, that was kind of, uh, wasn't unexpected because uh, we were like, uh, just, uh, you know, we had a lot of customers excited about adopting and they were asking at some point, I want to come and visit my tree. I want to come and visit my cow. So the whole, uh. tour, yeah, the tour uh, came like uh, as an idea, but also because I want to really offer this opportunity to the customer. So because the whole point of adoption that there is an interaction with the, with the producer. So what better than actually bringing them there? Right. <laughs> so and then so we do the farm stay during the harvest and then we had a group of um, uh, hay people uh, you know just visiting us during the harvest they act, take part in the harvest they spend uh, some time in the, the entire days that they get to there so we go from the grove where they pick olives then we go to the meal we they see the whole process we do an olive tasting we eat in the meal with the farmers so it's just uh, you know it's an amazing experience they spend a week with me so besides obviously the olive Olive Harvest, they also visit uh, some um, other producer, cheese maker, uh, the mill where we do the flour, and they learn all about the, the, the flour and the pasta I make. So it's a really once in a life of opportunity. And so we do this um, also because, uh, you know, giving uh, like, uh, our customers uh, like this opportunity to be full transparent with them. Yeah, and it, it sounds to me like it's a great way to connect the producer to the consumer so that the producer right who's making the cheese or making the honey or making right. the pasta can understand who are the people who are buying and using yes. their products yes. in the United States right. right right so when's the next one I'd like to come may, uh, the <laughs> next one we're, I'm working on one in May that's in May, all okay. dedicated to cheese oh and because in Puglia we have a lot of good and authentic uh, cheeses from Puglia one of uh, the most important one is burrata it's from from Puglia, so sure. so the whole May tours will be around cheese, and the the fall tour will be around olive oil, and then yes. there are other tours that we we do, but they're not like one week long; they're shorter. Sure, right. If, if people happen to be in Italy, can they yes, contact they can, you? They can contact connect us. With the, yes, they connect us with. That's awesome. So, what did you do before you started importing all these Italian that's, goods? Yeah, good question. I mean, I arrived here. 10 years ago, like I said, and I was working for different companies. I, work, I worked in um, um, confession, and then I, I started working for an, uh, an Italian uh, importer, and, uh, but they were like the traditional importer, like they were selling to supermarkets, like, uh, you mm -hmm. know, the, the big ones, like Walmart, Trader Joe's. So I wanted to do something completely different. So mm -hmm. that, that was the idea. And I wanted to go home. 
<laughs> so I was like, what can I do? Right. <laughs> they they, connect will, they connect me and not only that, maybe I can just go back and forth. It's like for work. Yeah. So, so I recreated a little bit home here for sure. Me. <laughs> Are any of the suppliers uh, that you're working with now, people that you've known and your family uh, yeah, has yeah, known? Yeah, it started from my own uh, family, Olive Groves, and then uh, my neighbors and, uh, you know, from, Producers that have been um, sourcing uh, food since I was uh, obviously uh, in Italy, and as a kid, my parents still uh, like buy from them uh, for their personal use. Right. That, yeah. Right, that's the, the idea, and that's how I I use my parents actually sometimes to scope and, <laughs> and find more more of uh, products. They're the, right. the the best. They do the quality control for me. <laughs> that's great. Um, so do you think that this is a model? I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a very interesting model because you've taken the region that you're from yes, and you've identified sort of the most important products of the region um, and you're bringing just those, but really doing a, you know, what I think is a great job of connecting the producers with the consumers. Is this something that you see kind of as a format that other people could take and use, whether it's in other regions of Italy or other yes, countries definitely. And, and do here? Definitely, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, all of the regions of Italy are so much different and they have so much uh, uh, variety in food. Like, uh, I don't know, for example, right now, this, uh, everybody's a truffle uh, period, right? So a truffle, you can do the, the same thing. And, right. And you can visit and you can meet the, the truffle la fi- la hunters, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> same idea. Yeah, of course. Um, are there other countries that you visited where you think there is enough of a passion for Italian food specifically that you are interested in expanding to? Like, would you do especially Puglia in any other countries? Uh, yes, actually, I'm, I'm looking at uh, expanding into the UK market. Oh, interesting. Yes, and Asia. I mean, I've been receiving uh, requests sure. from those countries, and yeah. Asia is also kind of very interesting. Yeah, I've had really, really great Italian food in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I sort of feel like it would be very interesting to try to expand this model into the Japanese market. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the sure. Japanese have a great respect for, for the producers and for food. Yeah. So I feel like it would be very interesting to be able to connect it. I just don't know about <clears throat> the logistics. Yeah, I mean, I, I, me too. I, have to, <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will see. I mean, it's very far, and, uh, yes. but I, I do... I do um, uh, appreciate a lot also the Japanese culture and that for this reason that yeah. they really stand up for their food yeah absolutely so uh, you know I think that this is very timely that we're having this discussion now I think this makes like the perfect gift for anybody who I mean really anybody right we all eat so it's really the perfect gift for anyone Yes. Um, where can people go to, to access this stuff? So on our website. I mean, it's www.especiallypuglia.com. And yes, you can find all the information there. And we, uh, we receive uh, everything, all the new harvest. So the new olive oil is on its way. And uh, uh, we're going to ship it at the, the ten, by, by the 10th of December. So just cool. uh, you're going to receive it in time for Christmas or for holiday gifting. And is there a chance that, I mean, you know, is, will it sell out at some point? I assume, it right? Does. I mean, you do run no, no, out, it right? does. Yeah. We have pre-orders, and then we, we start getting more as, uh, you know, orders uh, sure. are coming in. Sure. So, yes, it's best to place the order to pre-orders. Well, I can speak to the... I, I know that I can speak to how delicious it is, and I hope that everyone who's here mm-hmm. listening live uh, will place some orders because it, it is Thank really... It, it is fantastic products, um, and I feel like, you know, it really speaks to the quality 
and to your work that you even have to pre-order it, right? That, yes, you know, that there isn't enough exactly. for you to feel like you can just take a little bit home, right? <laughs> so if you want to have the cheese, you have to basically adopt a cow as well. <laughs> <My> I think <laughs> that says that says a lot to me uh, about you know about about how it works. Um, well. I want to thank you so much thank you. Michaela, for sitting down I with me. Um, yes, you know, I feel like I've been following, especially Puglia, since the very beginning, yeah, since yeah, the yeah, very yeah, early yeah. days uh, and that first Kickstarter. So it's very exciting to get to chat with you here and to kind of talk about this and kind of share it, share it wider. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>